What's up, cool save chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright, ladies. Secrets. So not too long ago we had an episode called Don't Quit your day job right Mm -hmm. and i think it was a pretty good episode denisa was very honest about what happened when she quit her job because she thought god had told her to quit her job but he ain't really told her to quit her job am i getting it right denisa that was right okay um and i think she had a lot of feedback on it so that was great lauren is sitting here trying to tell denisa to stop sipping her iced coffee (laughs) i'm sorry y'all but my mouth is so dry i really was like (gasps) i should have did this before it's okay this real life Y'all ever been in church eating candy or something and your mom be like, Pew, right. or the usher come up with you with a napkin, <laughs> spit it out. Yeah. Teeth clenched. <laughs> Listen, that's you know, dumb at our like, church. She right. look like a mama in the choir stand <laughs> with the child right. out like in the pew. It's right. all good, Denise. I sound quality still sound way better than a lot. So. Oh. I mean, the sound quality is amazing. If y'all can hear me drinking, but you yeah, know, you drinking start right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, y'all gonna be pumping us up. She be like, I mean, cause it's some podcasts out there. Okay, that sound like they recording on a freeway. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. No, she's, she's not. She's not. Cause I've, I've heard it for real. Like, oh, are you outside? My goodness. <laughs> It got shady in here. Okay, back to what we were saying. In all seriousness. So, um, Denise got a lot of feedback, which was great. Shout out to mm-hmm. everybody who hit her up. Like, listen, girl, I'm so glad that you told your story. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. all of those things. But it brings another thing into question. If you're telling us not to quit our day job, can you tell us how to stay at our day job? Okay. <laughs> because being Christian and working in a corporate environment mm. is not for the faint of heart. Mm. So we thought we would be doing a disservice if we told you don't quit that job, girl. Okay. But we didn't tell you, you know, these are some things that you can do to really get over the atmosphere. If it is not in alignment with the atmosphere that God said that you should have around you. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So I guess we'll start out. Of course, I've I've worked in corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it's a bit different because I've been in black corporate and then mm. I've been in like corporate corporate. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say because we family here. <laughs> Wait, so black corporate ain't corporate corporate? <laughs> Yo, I didn't say that's that. Another, <laughs> that's what she said every episode. That's another that's episode. episode. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay. She said it. <laughs> she did. She didn't say it, but she said it's it. It's a difference. It's funny because with her saying that, it reminds me of that um, insecure when Molly switched from the firm, the yeah. the white firm to the black firm. And she adjusted. She thought it was supposed to be a certain type of uh-huh. way. So, I don't remember that. What happened with that? It's like the the firm was a little. Like with the black firm, I think she re- related to them more, mm-hmm. but it was still like. But yet she didn't. Right. Yeah, yeah, she but was yet used she to didn't. a standard yeah. of how things go. Yeah. You know, went, went. So that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So I feel like in black corporate, it was very like family dynamic, you know. We would go out after work. It was... You felt the culture. It was cultured, okay? okay. Um, there were certain things that there was no process for. You just did it the way that people been doing it. <laughs> and that's just... Even if it didn't work. Even or if it didn't work. sufficient. That's how things went. Um, I think at Corporate Corporate, it was very much like this... Corporate Corporate. <laughs> right. She's still going to separate right. the black corporate. from Corporate. <laughs> corporate. At Corporate. 
corporate, corporate. My lord today. It was, um, I can say, you know, you have your company card, you have your company car, you have very specific processes. Wait, so black corporate don't have that? Oh. Um... It's for, a car. It's a car registered for that. <laughs> for the business, but can't nobody drive. <laughs> <laughs> the tags ain't been updated in years. You might get pulled over. No, I'm really y'all not going. Y'all not gonna do that at black business <laughs> on this. All right, all right, y'all. So just to make note, I am the only person, Ayana, who has mm. never worked in corporate America. When I got out of high school, I went straight into my trade of cosmetology. So. Uh, so I'm that's her disclaimer. Like, okay. I'm sitting here like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, and it's like, I guess that that uh, to to your point, I'm not saying that black corporate didn't have company cars, but they didn't have company cars where like everybody could drive the company car, and they weren't cars that had um, logos and all of this stuff all over the car. Like mm-hmm. at the last corporate job I had, the company car was a regular standard SUV and it didn't have a bumper sticker or anything on it telling you where that car that the company that is attached to that car so it was basically like driving your own car and that was corporate corporate (laughs) that was corporate that was white corporate um (laughs) just call it what it is (laughs) what i will say is i also think it's based on your industry too Mm -hmm. so mine was media Mm -hmm. so i think that black media sometimes and white media are very different cultures um Mm. that black media can tend to be very like family oriented especially because the black media company i was working for is family owned so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like there was a different dynamic there versus like at white corporate, I probably, who oh no, I know I never met the owner of the company, mm-hmm. had no real attachment to or knowledge of all of the, you know, historical data and all of those things about how the company came to be mm-hmm. versus in a black company, it's very it's put forth like this is where the company came right. from. These mm-hmm. are the backs of the people that it was built on. Mm-hmm. This is why it's important. All of those things. Um, but what I can say in both spaces is that in both of them, there was somewhat of a, um, I don't want to even say a taboo cause that would be the wrong word, but there was a moment when my relationship with God and, or my religious, I don't even call, cause I don't think that what I'm in is a religion. I think it's a relationship, mm-hmm. but that type of background comes into play. And I feel like for a lot of Christians, you always have like that moment where like a coworker be like, Oh, so you Christian, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think when I was younger and in the media and we've had this conversation before, I definitely left God for a little, for a little while. He didn't leave me, but I definitely checked the deuces and love him. Um, and when I came back, I started doing Bible studies and that's when I was working for a black media corporation and a lot of my coworkers kind of rallied around specifically black women who also were Christian, who also worked for the company in the corporate job that I had most recently. I will never forget. I was like on the way back from a meeting and there was a girl in the car and I was like, oh yeah, I think I actually was talking about our podcast. Mm-hmm. And you I said the name of it. I think so. And, and I was like, yeah. And it might have been like we were just about to launch or something like that. And one of the girls in the car happened to be um, a young woman who was white. And she was like, she was like, I mean, I don't really like I'm not Christian and I don't go to church and da 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 da. She's like, like, what does that really mean? 
the title of the podcast or just the about the like Christianity and uh-huh. like how it works and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it was so interesting like having the opportunity to explain it to somebody who was my co-worker mm-hmm. and you know even after I left the company she reached back out to me and she was like yo like that interaction changed me like it really helped me to understand like it's not about like you gotta do this and you gotta do this and you gotta mm-hmm. do this but it's really about like a god who loves you and wants to be there for you mm-hmm. yeah. um but after that it pulled in all of these other things where it's like anytime i did something it's like oh but you're a christian right oh but you go to church right so it's like if you end up in a conversation where it's like it's drinking involved or it's anything that a person would deem not christian mm-hmm. all of a sudden it calls into question your christianity mm-hmm. and you got to be like the token christian in the office yeah to offer you know the christian advice so i don't know but I deviate to Lauren and Denise, if y'all have experiences on being Christian and corporate. And then we can get into, like, the, I guess, the the troubles or the the resistance and stuff that you can feel being Christian and corporate in your office and how people can deal with those things. <laughs> I'll let you go to me. <laughs> y'all should see Lauren's face. She like, listen. I need to stop looking at Lauren. <laughs> we just need to do the episodes with her turned around. <laughs> Lauren face tell everything. Oh me. I'll let you go. (laughs) I normally be like, I'm gonna let you go. So I I guess this my this my the take. Um I think (laughs) for me, um I kind of just got into the court corporate, excuse me, like atmosphere or workspace within like the last I wanna say like four or five years. Mm -hmm. So prior to that I was in retail for a very long time. And the spaces and the companies that I worked for allowed so much freedom and so much individuality that it wasn't really taboo to talk about what you believed in, who you were, Mm -hmm. and all those things. But to your point, I was always the token Christian in any atmosphere, whether we're talking about corporate or non-corporate. But specifically, I was going to talk about my transition from being in retail to corporate. Excuse me. That's why I was drinking because I know I got this cough. Oh, but um, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. What 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 that mean? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What I will say is, I there's Don't always put that on my good sis. <laughs> now she healed. It's it's there's always this um, when you were talking about a moment that or interaction that you have with people and then they instantly kind of like Peg for me in. yes mm-hmm. yes that's what I wanted to talk about. What I disliked is it's almost, um, one, I had had to realize how ignorant I was and I just assumed everybody knows what Christianity is. Yeah. And because I am in the South and there's a church, 50 churches on one street, you know, and there's just so much around us that talks about God and Jesus. How could you not know? Right. And there was an awakening inside of me with that. Like, we have the opportunity to represent God in a unique way, mm-hmm. especially in corporate spaces. And then there's also the backdrop of I don't want to be boxed in as what someone else thinks a Christian mm-hmm. woman is like. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always been, we talked about this before recording, I'm, I am an extrovert. Like, I love talking to people. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Lord is like, I am. I do think I have my moments where I draw back and I be drained. But I am for the, you know, most much, part. Yeah, I'm an extrovert. So, and I would never talk about or display my faith, really. If mm-hmm. it came out, it came out. But I wasn't the type of person that's going to have Jesus on a shirt or, but you're going to get him in the conversation. Right. But I, don't, I didn't feel the need to do all these extra things to point out the fact that I'm a Christian. So when it came to being able to be myself in a non-corporate space, transitioning into the corporate space was a lot harder. 
because you're very reserved. You know, I talk a lot, I do a lot. And like I said, you get Jesus in every conversation. When I transitioned into corporate, it was like, oh, I feel like this is a space where I cannot talk about my faith or how I am and how mm-hmm. I move and what he is to me mm-hmm. because I was learning, you know, just the new workspace. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because it, it still came out. Right. And it's still mm-hmm. like, you're the token Christian. Will you pray with me? What is this like? You have a podcast. Oh, Save Girl Secrets. Oh, oh okay. So you go to church. Mm-hmm. There's so much more to God than going to church. Yeah. You know, and it realized then, I realized, excuse me, that there's so much opportunity in you know, being the Christian at church, but it's also like a I being can't a Christian mess up. at work. You mean? Yeah, being a Christian because I said church. Being a Christian at work because it's like I can't mess up if I make a mistake or if I ha- if you come to me crazy and I say something back to you, then it's gonna be like, oh, but aren't you a Christian? But you know, I, I will, it, I I will felt, still speak up for myself, right? Though. But it I felt additional so pressure, is what I will say. It's like, it's like I'm representing operate. Jesus, right. so I got to be Jesus. Right. But so you flip tables, Denisa. I agree. I agree. But I'm saying I do think it was addition that I didn't feel, I want to say, in the world or in a non-corporate space. I didn't feel that pressure. I could be me freely. It wasn't until I feel like I transitioned to a corporate space where I felt like, dang, I, I really can't. I really say got to it now I don't feel like that at all and if you're my coworker, you already know what it is but it took a while to get there you already know what it is <laughs> okay Denisa period so period. I, I and they listen they listen to the podcast I wonder um and I know like right now we can't answer that question but I would I wonder if other religions deal with that like okay if you're a Muslim in the world, I think they do I, I think, think they do. I think even more than like, Christians do I don't know. I I think so, especially with everything that happened with 9-11, with everything that happens with terrorism. I think that from my perspective and the conversations that I've heard people in corporate settings have, I feel like they, at a certain period of time, were catching a lot more flack for their religion and their beliefs and how it affected what they did than Christians. I guess I'm saying like even like how you know oh well you're the Christian you can't act like that or you such and such and such and such like I wonder if like Muslims deal with that Buddhists whoever like that's the part that I'm talking about. I would say probably not because if you look at Christianity the Christianity is it's a large population of people because they they not only group Christians who go to Baptist, they think Kojic, Catholics, Catholics are Methodists, Christians, Protestants. Yeah, it's a huge it's a huge. I mean, what you said. I was gonna say I think that's because we're Westernized and that's because that's what it's like here. However, if you go I, to other countries, it's probably where worse. it's no Muslim. Your Muslim culture, they look at Christians crazy. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I think we have that perception because we live here and like I said earlier, for the most part, you assume where a lot of people know about it. I thought we were talking more or less about a domestic experience more so than an international one yeah but i'm saying i'm speaking to ayana's point about what they feel the funny thing is i don't even like when it comes to catholic i don't people it's like no not don't they're not not that no but i'm saying like (laughs) no 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 No, they don't like when if you talk if you look into catholicism and you you listen to some catholics they don't view themselves as christian but they're identified as such no, not necessarily. Sometimes I, I've heard the opposite, guys. There's no, some... no listen. L- okay, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, like, even with Catholics, I don't feel like some Catholics get the, I guess, stereotype that Christians get. Oh, in I work agree. Settings. I agree with that. I do agree. Yeah, with that's that. what I'm saying. Like, if you got a Catholic boss, it's like he's Catholic or he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Same with Jewish people. Like, oh, he's Jewish, such and such. They don't look at them like, oh, you Jewish. What you doing? 
I feel like they do or that. This is may, what you believe because you're. But you, yeah. yeah. But you want to know why I feel mm-hmm. that may be like that though? I think sometimes with other religions, people don't know their rules, so it's almost like I don't even really know what to hold you to. But with them Christians, with them Christians, yeah, like no, that's, that's a good point. Or, and that's a good point. I think is they think they know what to hold Christians to, right? Yeah. And with everybody else is like, I don't know the Jewish customs, I don't know the Jewish yeah, rules. So true. if I knew a Jewish person in the office, I don't even know what they're not supposed to be doing, right? To be like, what you doing over there? You Jewish? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, but Lauren, because you're quiet. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know uh, in regards to what you all just mentioned. I'm not sure. I don't really have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But I can speak on the space of me being Christian and corporate. I am in a unique position where um, I feel like in my office, there are more than a handful of us believers. And I think that's a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, you know, you do have more than a handful of people who are Christian. But um, there is something, too, in our office that is not it is not attached to the firm. So I want to make that disclaimer. But there is something that uh, a lot of believers within our office do every lunch or not every lunch, but like once a week Mm -hmm. um, during our lunch period where we actually have Bible study. And even during the pandemic and us now working remotely, we still even do it remotely where we'll watch um, a service together and then we don't really talk about it, but there might be like a. I I feel like I'm contradicting what I'm saying. It's not like a thing where we'll watch the service and somebody's doing a complete sermon. That's not what it is. It's like we'll watch a we'll watch a little snippet of a service and there might be a question of mm-hmm. like reflection mm-hmm. and then you'll answer if you feel like it, you can answer the question. If mm-hmm. not, then you don't. Um but I think that's I think that's really dope. It is, and it's a unique space to be in. And I'll I'll make the disclaimer. I'm I don't work at like a what'd you say, a black corporate. I don't work at a black corporate. I've been She in, work at corporate corporate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been in corporate corporate all my life. So that's the only experience I know. And to mm-hmm. me, hearing like your experience of a black corporate versus corporate corporate, to me it almost sounds like a PWI versus HPCU. HBCU. <laughs> and I mean black That's corporate or, or I can't even say black corporate because I don't know outside of my industry, which is like media entertainment, like I don't know what a black corporate or black corporation in another industry looks like. So I want to make that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. But I came from like corporate radio world. Yeah. Which was lit. When yeah. I say lit, I mean it's like if there's a concert, everybody that work in the office that's at corporate status, we going and right. we in a section and we backstage. Right. And, and that was like the aura. But it's like moving into corporate corporate media, it was just kind of like if there's an event, it's very like it's upscale and you yeah. got to be dressed correctly and everybody has to have all their credentials. And in the black media corporation I was working for, <laughs> it's like I'm at the back door. Just meet me. <laughs> I'm going to let you in. Yeah. So for me, it's almost what I was taking from it was um, I went to PWIs, my whole collegiate experience. But my parents are proud HBCU alumni shout out to Bethune Cookman University go Wildcats anyway um with that being said I think if you're in an HBCU even if you've decided that you don't believe in Christ there is an understanding mm-hmm. so there is like a type of understanding of if I say I'm Christian and if they ask you what's your denomination and if I say I'm back I'm not Baptist but they say if I said I'm Baptist then they'll be like okay I kind of understand mm-hmm. how you was raised mm-hmm. so there's some type of understanding versus if you go to a PWI it's so diverse 
right? To your point earlier, you might have some Muslims, you might have some Catholics, you might have some Baptists, you might have some Hindu, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, um, Buddhist, it doesn't matter. You literally get a plethora of all kinds of people. And so with that, there's a misunderstanding throughout because I don't understand your religion completely and you don't understand mine. And so for a way for us to get to or for a way, a way for us to get a, I don't want to say get along, but a common, a common knowledge would be just don't talk about it. So Mm. that's, that's kind of for don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do ask, make sure you're asking not in like a work place situation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm going to respect your religion not to ask about it. And you're going to respect my religion, not, not to, to ask, ask about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, a lot of times, um, that is the common thread with being Christian in corporate. It's almost like you kind of have to take a back seat on being verbal about your walk with Christ. And you literally have to kind of, not kind of, you have to let your light shine. Yeah. So I will say the reason I heard about the Bible study was because I had co-workers watching me and it was actually one of our managers he came to me one day and he was like hey i've kind of watched you a little bit and i see like me i listen to i when i when the office was open i used to listen to you know i used to listen to tdj's all the time when i was working or you know and i'll have like the little little youtube video on the side of my screen mm-hmm. so i'm not necessarily looking at it but, but it's you're just listening playing. to it yeah right but they'll see that if they walk past or um I don't shy away. I may have like the Bible, like a little Bible or something like that. So you understand that, oh yeah, this girl. It's a Christian. Yeah. So that was the whole reason of how I even heard about the Bible study was because um, I was letting my light shine in my unique way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you're in a Christian and corporate environment, you have to be very strategic about it. It's almost, to me, it does make me think about how the disciples, when they would approach the Gentiles, um, it wasn't like a pause situation was like, you're going to hell with cat gasoline draws. It, <laughs> it really wasn't like that. It was just a thing of like, yo, like I literally seen God walk this thing out. You know, I saw him crucified and, and they let their light shine. Right. And ultimately that's what drew in people was the mm-hmm. inner light versus being verbal about it. Mm-hmm. And I think if, like I said earlier, I just feel like if you're in a corporate environment, that is the way to go and then when you find your groove with that god literally opens doors for other things to happen and encounters very similar to what happened to you and the young lady in the car um things like that will happen but you have to just start off with the light yeah Mm -hmm. so i think that's dope i like that i think we are going to go through a quick break and when we come back i just kind of want to talk about like when you're Christian and you're having issues in the workplace, like I agree. how to deal with and them. with other Christians, yes, that are in your workplace, yes. So we will be right <laughs> back after this. Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. What's up, Secret Sisters? It's your girl Denisa checking in with your motivational quote for the week. Now, this quote right here comes from Dr. Key Hotman, and it says, you move differently when you realize you do not have to chase the light because you are the light. So with that in mind, just remember that you carry Christ inside of you. He literally will shine on your behalf and for your behalf. So when you're in situations and you don't know what to do and it's looking a little dark and shady, remember that you are the light and you light up these dark spaces. So no matter what's brought to you, you got this. Have a great week. 
All right, ladies, we're back, and uh, let's get into a little uh, Christian space. I guess being a Christian in the workplace and how to deal with uh, issues and issues and resistance. You know, these hands. How to speak up for yourself? <laughs> Just because you a Christian, don't mean you a punk, mm-hmm. right? And that somebody could treat you any kind of way. Yeah, so That's true. So Denise sounded like she had something to say before we left. Yeah, I wanted to um, just touch on. I think whenever I transitioned into the corporate space, I put a whole lot of additional pressure on myself that I just did not need to be there. Mm. Um, one because I had never been in a space like that. Unlike the two of you, one who's been in corporate all your life, the other who has the experience of both corporate, corporate, and black corporate. Your girl <laughs> was just getting in the door like, "What is this?" Okay, you're like, it's "Where am different. I?" You know, like, what is going on and how do I move? Um, I would say that I think it was so important to me that when I had differences with people that I just operated from a space of integrity. Um, One, because I was in a situation where I didn't know what I was doing. And then two, if I was in a situation and it was another Christian, like, you know how sometimes you have spats or like the corporate email, per my last email, and you have different people CC'd or just, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, just the little rebuttals and things like that, that. I felt as though because I was known as a Christian when I had a situation like that with another Christian that there were all these eyes on us. Right. So it's like watching what's going to happen. The Christians are fighting. The Christians are fighting. The Christians are fighting. And it wasn't until I realized that um, just coming from an integrity space. Um, one like God just lives in, inside of me and if I would allow him to he would literally give me advice on how to work certain things out yeah and there was absolutely a responsibility that I had being a person of faith in that workspace to move a certain way and there was also a responsibility because I was in a situation with other Christians that you know not necessarily that we can't make God look crazy out here but there's just a, a responsibility that comes with that and I think sometimes we shy away or you have all this, oh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. You can. And I realize that I'm built to handle certain circumstances because I honor God and I move God and not move God, but I move in a certain way. Yeah. So, like, if you ever find yourself in those situations, don't put additional pressure on yourself. You can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it takes, like, pulling someone aside and being like, look, what are we doing? What is the root to yeah. all of this? Yeah. You know, you can I was- I was going to say, I think if there's one thing I can tell our listeners who are Christian and in corporate, one thing that I used to remind myself of daily is that I'm supposed to operate from a space of excellence. I'm supposed to have wisdom that is unnatural wisdom. I'm supposed to have creativity and ideas that are just not of this world. Like if I have a relationship with God, then I should be able to tap into that relationship to get what I need for whatever job I'm working. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes as Christians, when we are in a workspace, we don't understand that God is not just a God of, oh, thank you for healing my body and thank you for paying my bills. It's like, no, God, I thank you that your word says that you give me witty ideas and inventions because I'm in a marketing space. So that's what I need. And I think that, you know, there have been many a night, <laughs> many a day. I have been in an office and like, you know, I have no clue what to do with this project or I have no clue what to propose. And it's like I will get like a, a spur of like, ooh, you know, and, and in my mind and in my heart, I know that's God. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not me. And so I just I want to tell our listeners like, yo, like whatever it is you're facing at work, when you feel like you're in a corner when you feel like there's there is no way out of whatever it is that you are working on, that God is your supply house. Mm-hmm. 
and that you should rely on him that when you go into a situation um, and no matter what your industry is, that God has wisdom that is beyond what you were taught in a classroom. You know what I mean? And I think that that as Christians gives us a leg up on whatever situation we're in. So I think that's really, really important. Mm hmm. So I think to um, to add to the conversation regarding me, I have never actually had like a little tick or tit or tat with uh, an individual in my office that to call themselves a Christian, but I have had some with them heathens. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me, I'm gonna be honest. Um, in all truth, transparency uh, and I guess transformation. Um, it took a lot. It took a lot for me to remind myself that I was Christian because at that moment when it happened, like, y'all can get these hands. I wasn't gonna hit her, but I, I, <laughs> no, I was. I wasn't gonna hit her. But my thing was like I wanted to tell her what was on my mind, you know. And in all honesty, um, you just can't do that. You can't. You can't tell you people off. You can't tell people off, and you always have to keep a level of professionalism, yeah. right? And for me, I'm going to be real, you know, I think I vo I vocalized this before that, you know, I am definitely a minority in my office. You mm -hmm. know, I am the only black female in my office. So there is a additional pressure on me to think in my mind, I do not want to be looked upon as a mad black woman that, mm -hmm. you know, is telling this white individual off. And yes, she, what she may have done is not cool, but in the end it won't, the story won't be told that way. Right. right. Because there is a way I do believe that God has created, um, the breed of African-Americans as being very creative people. And even the way that we she tell, calls, she calls us the breed. <laughs> well, well, we're, not a breed. <laughs> we're not a breed, but I do believe that God has created oh, African-Americans. Okay. I, I got it wrong. But anyway, I do believe that God has created African-Americans to be very creative people. And even the way that we articulate words and the way we decide to say those words mm. in a sentence, mm. it can be very hurtful. Mm. You talking about the way don't add no spice. <laughs> I was like, don't add no spice words in it. Them curse right, words. But I'm just saying, even if you don't, I've seen people not use bless cuss words. And they will bless you out. And it's just like... Mm, the way you wrap them words up in seriously, there. Seriously, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, and it's sometimes it just comes out. Like I, I love this person, but like it makes me think of my friend Grace. We was on vacation. We had like a girls' vacation or whatever for my birthday, and this lady did something to Grace, and the way the Grace that said Grace, whatever Grace said, I would have never have thought about it as quickly as she. <laughs> She what said did she it. say? Girl, I can't even say it. But my thing she was, always says it like different things. It like was, but by the time she finished, because it was like at least it was probably like two minutes worth of words, just back to back to back. You back no back 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 back, and then she just kept going, kept going, kept going, and then I think she did one of these two, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> but she really did bless the lady out, and I was just Wait, like, she said this to the lady. She said it aloud, so I'm sure the lady heard it. But my thing was, even I'm just thinking of, I'm I know how I can be, especially when it comes to confrontation. You right? have that gift. Yeah, I do. I do. It is generational. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And so I know, but I know, like I said earlier, I know that if you are in a professional realm, you cannot go about it that way. Because like, even in the spare moment, you may feel good, but there's always another day outside of just that one day and god know how to come back and be like uh-uh you knew you shouldn't have done that what to you i mean when <laughs> when you operate outside of the character 
somebody off or done things that were not in alignment with what I know and who I know God has created me to be in my quiet time God would definitely be like now listen mm -hmm. you know good and daggone well that wasn't right mm -hmm. the way that you said that wasn't right the way that you approached it wasn't right and you were wrong and and I mean it's it's a space of conviction because it's it's more like God saying you are light or you are this that's not who you are so it's not tearing me down but it's reminding me who I am and that what I did is not in alignment with who I know that I am that's what yeah. I'm saying for me it's sometimes it's a little I hear what you're saying and what you're saying is right it is right but uh with that <laughs> so I I look at it like almost like ammunition and I'm like, God gifted me this level of ammunition. So you fight back. No, well, you know, y'all know I don't fight. I call lawyers. So I don't fight. That's not That's the a thing. Yes. Yeah, but seriously, I don't I don't do that whole thing. But I will tell you what I feel like. And I do not shy away from that. Go, what you about to say, Ayana? Honestly, I was going to say, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I can relate not. to that. I it's think, it's, I think like, it's how you do it. It's yes. how you do it and it's, it's what you, you say. It. And yeah. it's the motivation and the attempt behind it. Right. Right. It's I, I believe it's all of that. I believe yeah. you. It, it's what you say. It's how you do it. It's, is it appropriate to say yeah. it at this time? And that was that's the point that I'm making. Okay. Sometimes in corporate America, mm -hmm. it's hard for me not hard, but like if I, I when I went through what I went through right. at that moment, it was hard for me to remember that I was a mm -hmm. Christian and a believer and a world changer because mm -hmm. at that moment I remember that I was you from was changing ja a different world. I, was. <laughs> I remember I was from Jacksonville, Florida. I went to Terra Parker High School and I knew I had to, like I just had some things that I wanted to say to this individual, mm -hmm. but I knew that I couldn't do that. And mm -hmm. so, as a Christian in corporate, I would just say remind yourself of HR. Um, it is there for a reason and. Learn the art of writing. I will say that because if you're going through something, you need to write it down. Yeah. And, and Christian corporate is not necessarily, and like I said, it goes back to being the light. It's not necessarily the words that you say. Mm -hmm. It's how verbalized. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes about you documenting it. Yeah. Everything in corporate America is about documentation. documentation. Yep. And if you don't have that documentation, whatever words you say, it's just words. Yeah. So you have to be strategic and you have to be you have to be wise in your moves, even mm -hmm. if it comes to confrontation in corporate mm -hmm. America. Mm. What I what I want to just add to that, something you know, practical that you can do that I literally had to practice probably for the last um three months is when you're in a situation or a space and you're having those conversations or you feel yourself about to go to a space that you really know that you shouldn't and isn't beneficial to the situation, you know, immediately shut it down. It doesn't matter if it is a superior or a manager. I have had to tell my manager at this current time, I do not wish to engage in this conversation because I don't think it's beneficial and there's no resolve. So it's not coming from a space of disrespect, but it's coming from a, I don't see where we're going to go from here. So to prevent a conversation that I don't want to have. We need to kind of end this. Yeah. And, right. I think that's and I've had to say that several times yeah. and it's been respected. And then we come back to the drawing board and it's like, and then sometimes you may have to like, personally, I had to tell my leader just as an example, um, you know, the way that you direct and the way that you say things to me specifically, how you bring it to me will prevent me from receiving it from you. So, you know, just having to be in management, you have to kind of adapt to different people's styles. So, so personally for me and you, right, when we have a conversation, 
I would prefer if you did not do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. And document it. So that way later, if there is a situation that, that has happened and it has gone there, it's because I've already told you one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do whatever it is I've already said. Yeah. So that way, if a situation does present itself, you're protected. Yeah. And this is speaking from experience. So I feel yeah. like y'all can hear and this. I, one of my I, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I appreciate that because my biggest thing that I was going to say is you got to learn to speak up for yourself. Yeah. Especially because there are some people that know you're a Christian and they will take advantage of that. And they feel like, oh, because she's a Christian, she's not going to say nothing. That don't mean I'm not going to say nothing. (laughs) I I don't know what. Oh, she said she she was a Christian. That's what I'm saying. But but the thing is, there are some Christians who will try you. Period. And then there are some Christians who won't try. People will try you in general. People will try you in general. But I feel like... I feel like sometimes we have a target. We have a target on our back. And I'm speaking of like, let's say a Christian and then being a black Christian woman. We have a target on our back because they have this assumption of the church girl persona or whatever. And she's going to act like this. She's going to look like this. And I can say this and this to her and she's not going to say anything back. And I just, especially for our listeners who may be struggling with certain things, I'm like, learn how to speak up for yourself. Absolutely. You know, and even especially seeking the Holy Spirit on how to say certain things. Um, I have never worked in a corporate space like that, but I have volunteered with certain organizations and I've had to say certain things like, Hey, you know, per our last email, such and such, such and such, da 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 da, and, and just even just like letting it be known, like, hey, I enjoy being in this space. I'm going to help. I'm going to do this. But what you're not going to do is talk to me crazy. Is talk to me crazy. You're not going to take advantage of me. And then, especially my experiences is especially when I was younger. Mm. And so, being the Christian black girl, young girl, it's like, oh well. She she ain't such and such such and such. So I can just say this, and it's like no, no, you can't. No, you can't. So yeah. it, the, especially our listeners that are hearing this and working at corporate space and is struggling. Mm-hmm. Listen, you need to have some conversations with God, and it can it can definitely benefit you, and you can have an easier flow of work or whatever because it's like. Like, you shouldn't be sitting there in turmoil like that. Speak Miserable. up for yourself. Yeah. I yeah. Speak up. I was going to add one thing to everything that all three tree. I got one thing too, and then I'm going to shut up. Just um. said, um, and it speaks to this point, is not to over-spiritualize things exactly. at work. Exactly. I think a lot of times as Christians, when things are happening to us, it's like, oh, you know, Lauren said, learn the art of writing. And that doesn't just mean in your journal at home. It means in emails to HR. That's what I, yeah. It means to your management. It means to whoever. EEO, just in case if HR isn't hearing what you're saying there, everybody has a boss. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's I mean, and I'm not saying don't go home and pray about it because you definitely want to seek the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. But when it comes to a work environment and being a professional, don't continue to be beat up exactly and you're telling god about it and you're writing and you're journal about it but you ain't wrote nobody in hr mm-hmm. because at a certain point it has to go to the next level in a professional realm right as well as in a spiritual realm and right. that's not to negate the fact that as a christian in a workplace whatever your industry is if you are there like denisa and lauren said you are a light so yes the enemy is going to attack you to get you to try and be quiet and shut you down and not do what you're supposed to do in that space so yes there is a spiritual battle going on you're gonna have to build yourself up for that but in the natural you can't just let people talk to you and do anything to you and right. not 
seek God for wisdom on what to do in the natural in those situations. Yeah. Okay, so this don't own the last thing that I'm gonna say. Um, in the beginning, I was saying how like I was so fearful about like being in a corporate space. How do I move? How do I you know do I say this? Do I not say this? Can I be myself? Whatever the case may be. Um, when people saw how I move and how I operate, I was asked then to be a part of bigger conversations that affect that affect excuse me a broader audience or more people. So don't be afraid to be the angry black woman or the woman with the voice or the woman who is loud because truly they do value our opinions, whether you're black or whatever the case may be. When you're be be a person that's going to bring value and solutions to the table. Mm -hmm. Anytime you do that, you're going to be sought after. Period. That's all I was going to say. So mm -hmm. yeah. in certain spaces, you know, I may be loud or maybe whatever, but you trust and believe when you call me to the table and we have the conversation, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come with solutions and I'm going to operate in integrity. So don't be fearful that you're going to look a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. I kind of like, I don't know. I feel like a little bit different towards that. Just a little bit, because I feel like in one space it's, well, the Bible always says that there's a time and a place for everything. Right. right? And so I hear your point where you're saying there might be opportunities where if they ask you, hey, um, how do you feel about this? And you're like, OK, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to let you know. You can create know. the opportunity as well. You can. But I feel like I'm with me personally. I am very um, strategic about using things and not using things. And what I mean by that is I don't want to be loud that you miss what I'm saying. And that you're so distracted by. But I don't think we're we're ever saying like in anything. I don't think we're saying being loud. I still I feel like everything you still got to be strategic. You do, mm -hmm. but I just feel like I'm saying this to the audience. I want you to just keep in your mind that, say for instance, you're very and people say it's passion. Really, mm -hmm. that's really what it is. If you're passionate about something and you're passionate about speaking on something, make sure that the words you're saying are stronger than the emotions that's being uttered oh, because I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't want, I don't want whoever is listening to this podcast. I don't want you to have that opportunity to for God or God gives you that opportunity to say whatever needs to be said, but I'm so distracted by, by maybe it, it might be you being loud or it might oh. be you, you know, you see, I think I'm being in theory cause I'm not loud at work. No, I mean, no, no, I'm no, just I'm loud talking, in general. I know you not, but, but I think that was why I was saying it's so important to have value to the conversation. But I, I the reason, the reason I, I mentioned this is I remember hate kind of bringing this back up, but like the George Floyd situation after that, it was such a huge platform for literally every African-American in corporate America. They wanted to know. I mean, that happens to a lot of a lot of us. They want to know how you feel. They want to know, you know, um, how should they, I guess, work toward uh, equity and diversity, inclusion. Um, inclusion, like all of these things were things you were hearing consistently in corporate workforces. But I've I've heard from, you know, several friends or from several experiences, people, some people didn't know how to handle that situation. They were so caught up in the emotion of, man, this man just died, mm -hmm. you know, and they couldn't necessarily get the word out like they like I wish they could have. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just too much emotion. I got you. And I hate to say it, but in corporate America, you kind of have to put the emotion on the back burner. That's not a that, bad thing. Yeah. But that's why I say I believe me personally, before you even say a word to anybody, you need to write it down. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying. No, like, I'm, yeah, but no. when I say speak up, I'm not saying be irrational. But no, I'm, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying like even before, like even before you decide, say for instance, something happened to your between you and a manager or whatever, 
And even before you decide to even have a meeting with the manager to say, hey, this is how I feel about the situation, you should have already wrote the email. The email should have already been written. Number oh, you're one, saying like steps that you take. One is you write the email. One, right. Mm-hmm. Number one, the write thing. the email before you even have a conversation with your manager. The reason I say that is because it helps you with bullet points with what you're about to say to your manager. Mm-hmm. I've been in instances where I was so caught up in the emotion and I didn't write it down before I even said something that I missed some things. You remind me of that. You know, when you have an argument with somebody. You, and and you, know, you, know, like, you know what? I forgot to say that. Right. But it helps. It, I really believe that it helps with the strategy of getting your point across. across. Mm-hmm. Because once you're done with saying whatever you need to say to your manager, all you got to do is go back to your desk and hit that send button that says pursuant to our conversation because you've already written down the points you already re- you already iterated the points that you've already written down now you're hitting send <laughs> and i really i mean i'm just i'm i'm laughing but i can't i'm serious i don't see that wrong with it i don't yeah. see that wrong with it either I, i'm serious but i, I just hear your passion right now want, i just moment. want i want people to understand that in corporate, it is not, you cannot get caught up in your emotion because yeah. when you get caught up in your emotion, It'll you mess miss you some, up. it yeah. will mess you up. Yeah, you I, literally have to think like, what we say, think like a boss, act like a boss. You have to act like a boss. You literally have to say, okay, hey, this has happened. And when it does happen, you have to write it down there too. You know, write it down when it happened. This happened on this date. You know, even if you email it to yourself, you yeah. put it on a sticky note. So that way you have a point of reference. And like I just I don't know I'm a hush but yes no, no, that's no, I get it yeah get it. and Amen. we're saying corporate but it really applies I feel like in in it, all the spaces mm-hmm. no I don't think so because in church you could just pull sis to the side and t- <laughs> no I mean when you're working yeah 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 I'm I'm done <laughs> child Amen. Uh, I did have a scripture. Go ahead, say that thing. Um, just to wrap us up. <laughs> what did, I feel like I went. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. I'm going Yo, in. Yo, you're good. I'm you're going good. in. I don't, to go. I, I don't want it to come across like that. Y'all ask me. I'm telling. I'm telling. Lord, Jesus. It's just Matthew good. chapter five. <laughs> Turn your Bibles. It's verse fourteen. This is the Good News translation. Translation. Mm. My favorite. And it says, you are like light for the whole world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bowl. Instead, it is put on the lampstand where it gives light for everyone in the house. Um, and I and I attest that to like being in your office and being a light affects the entire team. Like mm-hmm. it, it makes everybody shine in the yeah. office. In the same way, your light must shine before people so that they will see the good things you do and praise your father in heaven. Meaning that when people are looking at you as a Christian in the office, they are looking to see who God is. And so when you allow that light to shine, as we said early on, you give people the opportunity to see a God that they may never have met before through you. So have that understanding that in Christian and corporate that you are literally not just doing your job, but you're an agent to win souls into the kingdom, but don't be spooky about it. Okay. All right. Amen. Amen. Anybody else got anything else? Lauren? No. Have you gotten everything? I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I was saying for me, no, no, I don't, I don't really have anything else. I appreciate this conversation. I think this was super helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't even really get into corporate or jobs like outside of like a corporate space, but I just realized I was like, I work at a church and I ain't say nothing about that, but that's what I was saying. I think it can apply to so another podcast. Yeah.
That is a whole other podcast. Jobs out of a corporate space. So, like in a non-profit space, or like just or different retail, industry. Or it still has corporate feeling. I mean, yeah, it still has corporate feeling. But yeah. when you work at like a church, um, I think it's a bit. It's a little bit different. So, I mean, it it same in terms of like corporate culture, most of them. But then you also understand that your business is soul saving. So it's not you know like if you're in a hospital and you're doing surgeries, or if you work at you know a marketing corporation you're doing you know specifically that type of thing but like your work at a church a lot of times is literally rooted in winning people to christ and keeping the message going so it can be a bit different but we ain't gonna get into that tonight today yeah i was one more thing i and i don't know where to reference the scripture yeah (laughs) i don't know where to reference the scripture but this is a constant reminder for me anytime i'm going through anything in the corporate world my mom tells me to about this all the time the bible says that what in whatever you do do it as if you're doing it unto the lord and so that's just keep that in mind even if it comes to um issues or animosities or you know writing that email or even the email i mean whatever whatever the case is it's an attitude and that's pretty much what i want to leave you all with it's like whatever whatever you're going through in the corporate world your attitude should always be that in the midst of whatever i'm going through or whatever task is given to me i'm doing it as if i'm doing it unto the lord so i'm gonna say that and that's it thank you um just want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in today we love you good god bless you be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at save girl secrets on instagram save girl secrets on facebook and at save girl secret no s on twitter be sure that um you check us out on instagram i think we will be doing our after shows there pretty soon versus on clubhouse i don't know we'll see make sure you're following us to find out Um, less exclusive yes but we love you good god bless you love you bye bye